Uh, we like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. This is April 9th, 2020. This is week 62 of our weekly live stream Bible study, a program where we like to do live stream weekly Bible studies every week with a new topic coming straight from the word of God. And this week's message is walking by faith and not by sight. And I know we as human beings, a, a things tend to happen. And God has told us things, hey, don't worry about this. I'll feed you. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have its own worries. I got you. But sometimes things happen to us. And this our natural instinct is the human emotion to we, where we start to fear and where we start to forget everything that God has told us. And we know from scripture that God has not given us the spirit of fear. I'm reminded of the time the apostles were on the ship and then Jesus was walking on the water and they were they were afraid. And then Peter and then Jesus said, be not afraid. It is I. And Peter said, if it is you, Lord, then let me walk on the water. And Jesus allowed them to allow Peter to do that. And then when Peter got to the water, he was actually walking on the water. And then he started to see the wind and the boistering. And he started to get scared because he was looking at the physical situation instead of believing what Jesus had told him. Be not afraid. It is I. So that's what happens in, in our lives. Things happen. So we just need to hold fast to what the Lord has told us. And without any further ado, I want to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. Thank you, Melvin. As always, we like to start by saying a prayer. So if you guys can and will, bow your heads with us. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity, Lord. We always like to start doing this just to say thank you first and foremost, Lord, because we know that we aren't deserving of anything that you give us. We don't deserve life, Lord. We don't deserve the sun. We don't deserve food, Lord. We don't deserve water. We don't deserve anything. We've done nothing to deserve these things, but by your grace and mercy, Lord, you've shed all these blessings upon us. And so, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we're praying that you would use this Bible study, use this time to uh, touch someone out there, to touch their mind, to trouble their mind, that they would want to get on the right path. And those of us who are trying to get on the right path already, that you would continue to urge and push us forward. Lord, we're praying that you would continue to remind us that there is joy in the midst of a storm, no matter what's happening in the world, in our economy, in our household, in our family, uh, in our relationships, our friendships. It doesn't matter what it is, Lord. We're praying that you would remind us always that there is joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying for the sick, the shut-in, the afflicted, so many people uh, going through trials and tribulations. Lord, we're praying that you would just keep our hearts and our minds in the right places. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings, Lord, and we're also praying for the Bible study tonight again. As I said before, that you would allow it to touch someone, to open their eyes, to open their understanding, their ears, uh, so that we can see exactly what it is that you want from us and that we would be willing to give it to you. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, um, Melvin already introduced the title. We're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. You know, I was at work um, the day before yesterday, and a guy came up there, and um, we got to talking, and he started talking about how everything was shaking up in the world. Everything was kind of out of whack, 
and he started talking about how as Christian people, because I've never met the guy before, but some kind of way we got on this subject. But he started talking about how even Christian people, we were afraid to do so many things. We're afraid to touch one another. We're afraid to uh, <laughs> come into close proximity. Uh, so many things that we're afraid to do. And he said, man, God didn't give us the spirit of fear though i said man i'm happy to meet you because that's that's what we need to hear and the man reached and shook my hand and so it was it was pleasant to meet someone who uh never met the guy before um never seen a day in my life that i can recall at least i never talked to him and so it, it was nice to meet someone who uh he began to just talk to me about the many things that he's seen throughout his life. Uh, he was talking about how he had uh, so many miracles, and I won't be able to talk about everything that we went through, but he was talking about how he knew a person who was in a wheelchair for decades, and he watched that person get up and walk. So he said, man, I've just seen too much from God to allow these things to scare me. Uh, so... It, it was just really good to uh, talk to someone um, who had faith along those lines. And so uh, tonight, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, just that, walking by faith and not by sight. Because I understand why the world would be or is the way that it is. Because they don't have God the way that they need God uh, to comfort them to strengthen them, to encourage them, to keep them in peace, uh, to keep them joyful. Uh, but we, as being the church, being the body of Christ, being Christians, we have Christ. And so we have no excuse to walk by sight. We should all be walking by faith. And so we're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And we're going to look at verse 7 here. Uh, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Now, Paul here says we, we walk by faith. Other people may not. I mean, so often you talk to people and they're looking at the situation. They say, man, I think it ain't going to go well. It's looking bad. But Paul said, no, we, we don't walk like that. We walk by faith. And not by sight. Go back up to verse 6 for me, Melvin, if you will. Therefore, we are always confident. And for this reason, see, this is what gives me confidence. Because we walk by faith. We, 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 we're not looking at how bad things are in the world around us. For this reason, Paul says in verse 6, for this reason, that's all therefore means. He said, we walk by faith. We're not looking at how things look. And for this reason, we're always confident. We are always, not sometimes, not, not only when things look good, when things appear good, when it's a sunny day, when, when the stock market is back up, when the economy is back up, when COVID-19 is over with, when the coronavirus is, is, is all said and done. He didn't say we wait until all that happens. Then we say, I believe in God. No, no, no. He said, we always are confident. 
Because we walk by faith. And that's the level that we have to get to. The, the apostles, uh, they told Jesus at one point, they said, Lord, increase our faith. I see Paul's faith has been increased here because he said, I'm no longer looking at how things look. I'm always, he said, always confident. The Lord Jesus told us, he said, lo, I'll be with you always to comfort you, to strengthen you, to give you confidence. And that's where we have to be in Christ. We got to always be confident. Always. And, and that's something that becomes tough because it seems as if we always walk by sight. It seems as if everything we see, it affects us greatly. Not small, not a small effect. It completely can destroy us. I mean, one day we're on top of the world. And as soon as something happens, man, we hate everything. We hate life. I mean, we hate people. We hate God. But Paul says we walk by faith. And because of this, we're always confident. Always. So now let's hold this and actually run over to Hebrews. We got a good amount of jumping around to do, but. We're going to stay in the book. We're going to go to Hebrews, the first chapter, or excuse me, the 11th chapter, and verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we walk by faith. And now Paul is going to tell us in the book of Hebrews what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. All right. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Mm -hmm. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, look at how powerful faith is. Through faith, we have an understanding of how the world was created through faith. This is what we have to be walking by, this faith, so that things which are seen, now we know what things are seen because you see them with your sight. We're looking at today, we look at the world around us because we've been looking at a whole lot of COVID-19 every time we pick up our phones, every time we turn on the, uh, the laptop, every time we turn on the news, we see a whole lot of COVID-19, a lot of things we see. But so he said, the world was framed uh, by the word of God. We understand that through faith. We know the lion didn't create the lion. See, a lot of times people say what came first, the chicken or the egg. We know one thing, the egg didn't create itself. We know the chicken did not create itself. The word of God created that. He made all the animals by speaking it into existence, by using his word. We understand that through faith. So none of those things that appear, we know they didn't make themselves. We know they didn't come into existence by themselves. God did that through nothing but his word. But we have to have faith. We, 
We understand that through faith. And so I know if God created a lion out of thin air, if God created the heaven and the earth out of nothing but his word, I know what he can do for me. I don't have to fear COVID-19. I don't have to fear uh, you that said you're going to kill me. I, I don't have to fear your pellet gun, your BB gun, your shotgun either. I don't have to fear a, a rifle or any other thing. I don't have to fear a giant. I don't have to fear a lion because I understand through faith God created everything around me. So I also understand his word is powerful. I understand we walk by faith. He has the power. If he had the power to create so many things, he has the power to create things to save me because that's what he promised to do. He promised to make a way for me to escape. And so we have to believe that, though. So he said, through faith, we understand that the world's were framed by the word of God, his word. So I want to deal for a minute, for a while, his word, because from the beginning, we know God spoke his word. He said, let there be light. And the light appeared. The light didn't make itself. <laughs> I know science told us uh, the big bang happened. God was that. God was the big bang. Whatever you want to come up with, God did it. He made, it, he made it happen by his word. So we have to have faith in him. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He is his word. So let's run over. Uh, let's run over to Matthew. I think I want to get Matthew, uh, the eighth chapter. I want to deal with his word for a minute. Matthew, the eighth chapter, verse five, his word, God's word, he can do anything with his word. So if you're out there needing a cure, that's what his word is for. All he has to do is speak it. No matter what it is that you're needing, if you need peace, all he has to do is speak his word. If you need joy, all he has to do is speak his word. If you're suffering from depression, all he has to do is speak his word. That, that's all he has to do because that same voice is the same voice that created everything we see around us, everything we see. So let's look at Matthew 8 and verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Now, there comes to Jesus someone begging him. That's all beseeching means. He was begging him. Now, this man was a, a leader in the army. He was a centurion, leader in the army. All right. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Now, he comes to Jesus and he tells him he has a servant because he's over people. He has a servant at home, sick of palsy, can't move, can't get up, all right? And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Mm -hmm. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Somebody out there understands the power of God. He said, speak the word 
only. All you got to do is speak. Whatever you say is going to come to pass. It shall come to pass. All you got to do is speak because from the beginning, God spoke and it came to pass. So we must walk by faith and not by sight. That's all we got to do is walk by faith because we see a confession right here. This man said, all you got to do is speak. He said, you don't have to come to my house. I remember I was talking to someone and he said, man, <laughs> when we get to heaven, I can't wait to see God. Because he's wanting to speak to him. All he got to do right now, friend, is speak to you. He can come into your situation. All he's got to do is speak his word. He doesn't have to physically. See, we're waiting on some sight. We're waiting on visual effects. That's what we got on the screen behind us, visual effects. Because somebody out there, they want to see something. We like eye candy. We like the visual aid. But God, all he has to do is speak. And so even though you don't see him, he's still working behind the scenes. All he's got to do is speak. But we have to walk by faith and not by sight. All we got to do is act on his word because faith without works is worthless. It's dead. So we cannot say we have faith, but we won't work towards it. Let me show you what I mean. Let's move over to the book of Luke, chapter 17. And I'm moving a little faster than I planned to. But we're going to move over to Luke chapter 17. I hope somebody understands this. We got to walk by faith. And now I'm going to show you how we do that. Because a lot of people say they have faith. And yet we don't understand how to actually. Uh, we don't understand really what faith is. We don't understand how to implement faith. So we're going to look at Luke 17. And we'll start at verse, I believe I want verse, yeah, verse 12. We're going to see faith here, walking by faith and not by sight. All right. And before I read, I see we have a couple of comments. Um, MT King Trail says, amen, brothers. Amen. And Anias says, hello. How are y'all? Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys. But um, I'm reading Luke 17, verse 12. And he, as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Now, leprosy was extremely contagious. And it was something that was uh, running uh, very uh, uh, rampant. <laughs> it was running wild during these times. So there came unto him 10 lepers. Now, when somebody had leprosy, uh, they had to remove them from the rest of the people. The same way we're doing with this coronavirus. They said, hey, it's extremely contagious. Don't stay around people. They had to put them out of the village, out of the camp uh, during these times. So 10 people come to Jesus with leprosy. All right. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Is this not our cry every night? 
in the midst of our affliction, we're saying, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on my soul. Lord, I need you to help me. I've been sick. I've been sad. I've been depressed. I've been heartbroken. Uh, so many things are happening to me. And Lord, I need you in this hour. In the midnight hour, when everything seems to be going wrong in my life, people are turning on me. Uh, family members act as if they don't care about me. Friends act like they don't care about me. Everybody's talking about me because bad decisions that I made. So many things people are doing. So many people are coming against me. Lord, have mercy on me. That They came with that same prayer that we have. The same prayer. I've had that prayer. Still do. Lord, have mercy on me. I need your help. And so... Let's look at what the Lord says, all right? And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. All right. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Now we see faith here. He said, Go to the preacher. Talk to the preacher. Now, they said, Lord, have mercy on us. But now, faith without works is dead and it came to pass as they went we gotta work we have to act on our faith because it just told us uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so we see some evidence of these people's faith because they acted on God's word they did what he said they did what the Lord Jesus told them. They went to the priest. And as they went, they were healed. So, so many of us, I was talking to a man today. He was telling me about how he wants the Lord to remove this pain that he's been going through. And I said, man, I can ask God for, for things. I can say, God, take Take alcohol out of my mouth. Remove that from me because it's been taking all my money. It's been ruining my relationships with people that I care about. I can say that prayer at night, but yet and still, I keep going to the store to buy it. So how can God remove something from me that I keep actively pursuing? I'm not even trying to stop. It, it won't happen. So we see these people act on what God said, on what the Lord Jesus said here. He said, go to the priest. And as they went, not before they went, as they went, that's faith. We have to act on what the Lord says. So that was walking by faith. And not by sight. Because they could have easily turned around and said, Jesus, why why do we need to go to the priest? What's that going to do for me? I, right here. <laughs> I told you I want to be healed. I didn't go to, I didn't say I want the priest to heal me. We've been to the priest before. I've been to the church all kind of time. And I never was healed. They prayed for me too. But I was not healed. So why do I need, that's what we do. We operate by sight. We go to asking questions. We say that don't make sense. 
This is what we do because our sense, we say we have five senses. We operate off what we see happen. That's how we operate. We say, I know this is how it happens because I've seen it happen before. I was talking to, uh, we, we talked about this a while back. Somebody commented on the page and they were telling me how uh, someone that they knew needed a new kidney. And they were saying once the kidney was destroyed, it cannot uh, basically heal itself. It's impossible. But that's because they were operating off of sight. They were not operating off of faith in Christ because I know all things are possible with God. I know he can uh, restore a kidney. I don't care how bad the kidney looked. He can restore it because he created all things. So we're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. When Jesus told these 10 lepers to go to the priest, they weren't immediately healed. Even right now, some of us have been praying for 10, 20 years for healing, for so many things from God. And it has not happened yet. But we have to continue to walk by faith and not by sight. So it says, as they went, they were cleansed. All right. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God mm -hmm. and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And once this person was finally healed, he came back. Only one, though. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Now, this is what happens when we finally receive things from the Lord, we forget all about them. We go our own way, happy with what we just received. And we completely forget all that he's done for us. So we're seeing walking by faith and not by sight. All the Lord has to do is speak his word. That's what we just seen. Uh, the centurion tell Jesus, he said, look, you don't even have to come to my house. I'm not worthy for your presence to even be there. All you got to do is speak. So he spoke the word, that same voice that spoke in the beginning and said, let there be light. See, when the, the, the soldiers came to pick up Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, all he did was speak a word. He said, I am he. And we seen power behind his words. He knocked all the soldiers on their back. His word is powerful. So we have to have faith in his word. That's all we have to do is continue to trust him, continue to lean on him, even when times get tough. So I want to go to one other place. Uh, I want to go back all the way to the book of Joshua. The third chapter. Because in the beginning, we saw 
God, he, he had to start us somewhere. And so we saw him, he built people's faith in him by sight initially. He had to show them things initially. So we go back and we see Moses. When they came to the Red Sea, we know that Moses stretched forth the rod and through him, God parted the Red Sea and the people walked through on dry ground. But now we pick up Joshua, who was the leader after Moses. Moses had already died. And now Joshua is next in line. So now Joshua is over the people. And we'll look at verse 7 here. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. Mm -hmm. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, when ye, when ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. Now, we find here, yet again, God using the priest, the preacher. He's using the preacher, yet again, to work miracles. He's still doing it. So, he said, look, command the priest and tell them, when they come to the brink of the water of Jordan, we're still talking about the Jordan River. He said, tell them to stand still when they get in it. All right. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, come hither and hear the words of the Lord, your God. Mm -hmm. And Joshua said, hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you and that he will without fail drive out from before the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Jergesites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Mm -hmm. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now therefore take ye take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand up and heap. Now, look at, now, I know it might be hard to catch this, but look at the same thing that happened with the lepers is happening yet again with God's people in, in uh, the days of Joshua. So he said, and it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priest that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan. God's going to do something in the water. But not until the priest step feet in the water. He's not going to do anything until we act. We got to walk by faith and not by sight because what, what they were wanting to do here was cross over the Jordan River. They wanted to cross, but it was too full. They couldn't, they couldn't cross over it without a boat. They couldn't cross over it. They could because God allowed them to, but they couldn't swim over that water. God had to make another way for them to get over. And so he said, look, 
as soon as their feet, the priest now, the preacher, as soon as his feet touch the water, I'm going to operate in this water. I'm going to do something in the water. He's going to part the, the water just like he did with the Red Sea. But now the first time, all they had to do was stand there. They had to allow God to show them the first time with the Red Sea. But now this time, God is transitioning them. This is the twilight moment. The, <laughs> the passing up from darkness to light. This is now how the place where God is going to teach us how to walk by faith and not by what we see. Because somebody, somebody's so smart, they said, I've been in water plenty of times and ain't nothing ever happened. I've been in a river before. I stood in a river. That water never moved. Somebody today will tell you that. They said, God can't do nothing in the water. But so he told them as soon as their feet touch it. But they got to do it. Faith without works is dead. We have to work with God. We got to act on what he tells us to do. And it's just like the lepers as they went, they were here. We got to act on what God tells us. We got to believe it and act like we believe it. That's how we have to operate. The Bible tells us in one place, it is impossible to please without faith. It is impossible to please God. And so without actions, it's impossible for us to have faith. Without works, it's impossible for us to have faith. We got to act on what God said. He's just not, he, he's not, he already spoke the word. Now we have to act on what he spoke. He told us very specific things to do. And so once we do them, everything's going to work out for us. But we have to continue to walk by faith and not by sight. All right. And it came to pass when the people were moved from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. Mm -hmm. And as they that bear the Ark were coming to Jordan and the feet of the priests that bear the Ark were dipped in the brim of the water for Jordan overfloweth all his banks all the time of harvest. Now, the Jordan River was overflowing. Water was everywhere. That's how much water was there. All right. That the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon and heat very far from the city Adam. The water stood up. Now this was only as the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in. They had to put their feet in the water first. And then we see the water stand up. This is completely different now from what we saw happen with the Red Sea. This is now walking by faith and not by sight. They had to trust in what God said. He was teaching them, trust in what I tell you, not what it looks like. I know it's a lot of water out there. And I know somebody in their mind may feel that this don't make sense. Man, I, I put my feet in water many times and nothing ever happened. Yeah, Man, I can't, we, this is not going to work. That's what so many of us are doing today. We're listening to doctors and lawyers and scientists and, and, and millionaires, and we operate 
according to what they say because they say it's not going to work. But my God already spoke the word. He already told me so many things that would come to pass. And Paul said, look, we choose to walk by faith. We have confidence always. For this reason, because we walk by faith and not by sight, we always have confidence in the God that we serve. We've seen him do too many miracles. And so here we're seeing God do yet again another miracle. He does yet again something that seemed impossible. He made it possible. All right. Marie 16 from the beginning again, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon and heat very far from the city Adam. Mm -hmm. That is besides Zerithin. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. They passed over. God parted the water and allowed them to pass over. Just like he did at the Red Sea. All right. And the priests that bare the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. My God. They passed over on dry ground. Now, it just told us that the water was overflowing the banks. The water was everywhere. But look at God's power. He made that water stand up. And then they were able to pass through on dry ground. Look at the miracles that God performs in the water. He's still doing, he does it to this very day. That's what baptism is about. Paul told us in Colossians uh, 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 2 and 12, he said it's an operation. There's an operation that takes place in water because it just told us here the Lord was going to come down in this water. He's doing the same thing today, but we have to walk by faith and not by sight. People wonder why uh, I stress baptism so much. Go back up to, uh, what verse was that? Uh, what verse was that? Was it verse 7? Oh, yeah, that's where we started. No, that's not the one that I was looking for, though. Uh, verse 13, read verse 13 again. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the souls of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan. As soon as the priests, as soon as the soles of their feet touch the water, he said, the Lord of all the earth, he shall rest in the water. God came down and did something in the water. Now, that's the same thing that happens today. That's what baptism is all about. God coming down and resting in the water. He coming and he's doing something in that water. That's why the apostles put so much emphasis on baptism. When they came to Peter in Acts uh, 238 or 237, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said, look, get baptized. Allow the Lord to come down and rest in the water. He's going to do something in that water and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. God, God does miracles through water. 
But we have to walk by faith and not by sight and believe these things. Because somebody said, I didn't see nothing happen in that water. That's because you're walking by sight. Somebody said, I don't believe, I don't believe baptism is important. It's just an outward sign. You talking sight. That's all you talking. They say it's an outward sign. That's nothing but sight talk. I'm talking about walking by faith. I'm not talking about walking by sight. Paul said, we walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. And for this reason, we have confidence always. We always are confident. Because for we know the Lord is with us, for thou art with me. No matter where I go, he's with me. I'm walking by sight. Or excuse me, I'm walking by faith. I'm not walking by sight. I know he's there. So we see a transition from the first time where God showed them the water being parted and then allowed them to pass over. But now this time, he said, I got I to gotta increase y'all's faith. We have to step it up a notch. I have to get you to the level that I desire you to be on. So now, I'm not going to do anything until you go through, you get in the water. You have to get in the water. Same thing he tells us today. He said, you won't be able to see except you're born again. You got to do it first. You have to obey God first and then watch the miracles take place in your life. Once we obey him, once we follow him, once we step out in the water, then we'll see miracles transpire. We'll see miracles take place. We'll see people heal. People who couldn't talk, we'll see them talk. People who couldn't walk, we'll see them walk. Uh, people suffering from addictions, we'll see them healed of those addictions. People who can't control their tongue, we'll see them control their mouth. We'll see so many things that people say, oh, I just can't change. That ain't what the Lord said. He said, walk by faith and not by sight. He can, he can change you. God can do anything. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? That's what he told Sarah. He said, is there anything too hard? What can he not do? Why doubt the Lord? Why would we tempt God? Why would we say, oh, he can't do that? Why would we do God that way? And yet, we feel money can do it. We feel our family can do it. We feel friends can do it. We feel so many things can fill these voids that we have that God can't do it. At what point will we transition the way God transitioned the, the children of Israel from walking by sight to walking by faith? At what point will we transition? I mean, we've been in church for a long time. Some of us 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, longer than me. At what point will we start to walk by faith, though? It's not a competition about who's been in here the longest or who sits at the front row, who has the best uh, Easter Sunday outfit on, on the live stream because we're scared to go to church. At what point will we walk by faith, though? Because we're scared of everything right now. We're scared of how it looks. We're scared of how it sounds. We're scared of sight right now. 
But God had Melvin mentioned it earlier. God has not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us the spirit of a sound mind, of life, of peace, of happiness. That's the God that I serve. A God that's always with me. I'm always confident because I know that thou art with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> I will fear no evil because thou art with me. But will we believe that? Will you walk by faith, not by sight? Because like I brought up earlier, God operates through the water. Let's, let's pick that up. I know I said I probably was done with that one, but Lord, forgive me. I got another one. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 12. Buried with him in baptism. We're talking about water again. The Jordan River we just looked at, it told us God was going to come down. He was going to rest in the water. And he was doing something in that water. He moved. He moved the water. That was God doing that. The Lord, he operated in that water. Look at what he's doing today. There is nothing new under the sun. We just have to understand the Son of Man. We have to understand God, the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to understand Him. Buried with Him in baptism. Wherein also ye are risen with Him through the faith of the operation of God. Faith. We're talking about faith again. We have to have faith in the operation of God. He's doing something in that water. I know somebody told you baptism don't mean anything. But that ain't what the book told me. He said, in baptism, we got to have faith. I got the faith that an operation takes place. And the Lord came down to do this himself. All right. Who hath raised him from the dead. He raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Just as he did that, he performed the operation in this water. For those who have not heard the story, Moses, he turned the Nile River from water to blood. That was nothing but an operation. He turned the river from water to blood. You go back. We'll see when he was in Egypt, when he was performing miracles to get Pharaoh to let the children of Israel go. One of the, the miracles that he did was turning water into blood. That was the same thing that happened at the Red Sea. An operation took place. Red, templifying uh, blood. Red, signifying blood. Water to blood. That's all it is. Water to blood. So, in Joshua, we got to put all the scriptures together. All these scriptures are inspired by God. They all connect. In Joshua, it told us the Lord was going to come down in the water. Paul now connects it, brings it all back to us again, and said that same water from the beginning, there's an operation taking place. I won't have time to go to all of that. <laughs> but there's an operation taking place. That water that the priest have to baptize, still using the preacher, the preacher has to baptize us in. That water is 
turning from water to blood. Somebody said, I don't see it. I hadn't seen no water turn from water to blood yet. That's because you operate by sight. I'm talking about faith here. We're talking about an operation that God says took, takes place. And I trust him. I trust that what he said will come to pass. So all you have to do is step out in the water, just like the priest had to do. Step in the water. There's an operation that takes place. But we have to walk by faith and not by sight. This is a different level of faith here. This is the level of faith that God is trying to raise his people to so that we're no longer being uh, <laughs> tormented. The Bible says fear is torment of itself. We stay up all night long fearing, doubting, wondering, wavering in our thoughts. He told us in one place, a double-minded person is unstable. Because one day we're saying, I know the Lord can do it. Until we hear the report of our friend, which is really our enemy. They say, man, it ain't going to go well for you. And then we start doubting. We say, I just don't know if God's going to do this then. Because Joe told me otherwise. <laughs> And we call Joe our friend because Joe went to high school. He went to college and got a degree. So Joe now knows more than God. <laughs> Lord, help us walk by faith and not walk by what Joe told us. Joe don't know more than God, friend. We got to walk by faith and not by sight. So I won't prolong it because I could say a whole lot of other stuff. But... <laughs> But I'm going to turn it over to Melvin. I'm going to turn it back over. Uh, but I'm praying that we would all walk by faith and not by sight because God wants to uh, reveal a lot of things to us if we would put him to the test. If we would spend some time meditating upon his word, trying to understand what it is he's trying to tell us. I was talking to someone um, just today and they were telling me how they come up with all these beliefs uh, from their own mind. I said, man, that's dangerous. Everybody has a mind. Everybody has random thoughts that comes to their mind. And in his mind, all these things are true. Because he said, I wasn't even trying to think about this. That doesn't mean it's true. Just because a random thought pops in, I have random thoughts too. But when I go back to put it to the test against the word of God, I find out, man, that thought was completely wrong. So we have to walk by faith and walk by his word, walk by what he said. When Jesus told those lepers, he said, look, I'll heal you. They said, I'm not healed yet. They didn't, they didn't do that. They went to the priest. They walked by faith. And as they went, they were healed. We got to go. We got to do what he said. And along the way, <laughs> he'll make the magic happen. But only if we do what he said. So I'm going to turn it over to Melvin now. <laughs> I see we have um, another comment by Roger. Um, he says, we have to learn to trust God and his word um, that we do that we do like i said in the beginning of the live stream 
we know what God has told us, but as soon as something arises that puts us in an uncomfortable position, we seem, we tend to forget what God has told us and we begin to fear, just like Peter did when he when Jesus allowed him to walk on the water. We tend to fear because we like we've lost our trust in God and we forgot what he's told us. But he said he'll never leave or forsake. He's right there, but he's just waiting on us to act on it, to act on the word. And if you or anybody else has any questions or comments, definitely comment them. Um, this is the time to ask. Well, you can ask whenever, but I'm um, just saying you can definitely ask your questions. But um, as I've said many of times, <laughs> uh, we have it backwards as human as humans we say i need to see it to believe it but we need to believe it to see it we need to believe it and we need to act on it and then things will become clear in the um third chapter of the book of john right around the uh, first five or six verses we have jesus talking to the great man nicodemus the ruler of the jews and he was explaining um being born again he said unless man is born again he will not be able to see the kingdom of god and if he's not born again of the water and spirit he will not be able to enter so this is something that we must do and if you're confused on baptism and if it's a requirement or not and how should i get baptized we've covered this subject many many times um being born again being born again part two uh and david and goliath it can even be Trace back to the Old Testament. Have you chosen Jesus, the importance of water? We've covered this in many videos because the apostles put a lot of emphasis on it. And so we have to do the same thing. Spread the word of God, the true word of God. And the true word of God definitely says that baptism is a requirement. No matter what, what anybody says. We have to go with what Jesus has said, like Roderick, Roderick said, we have to learn to trust God and his word. So if we trust him, then we're going to do what he said. I'm reminded of a very, very smart person, very intelligent person. I remember I mentioned this before and we talked about this before. I don't remember the title of the video, but um, we as a human, as a um, human, um, we are going to outsmart ourselves. Because when we study, 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 we're, we tend to lean towards what science has to say. And what, like Tony mentioned earlier, science says the Big Bang happened. Everything just poof, came out of nowhere. But no, 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 that was, that was God. But um, this man, and I won't mention his name, but he said, um, I just don't see any evidence that God is real. Right, if I see him. Then, okay, cool. I, I'll follow him. I, I, I'll see him. Then I know he's real. But until then, I'm not going to believe it. See, he has it backwards. He's, and, you know, we can't see God because God is a spirit. And if he's looking for evidence, I mean, the evidence is all around us. It happens all the time. So he definitely has it backwards. We need to believe it. And then we will see it. Do what the word of God says and what God says will happen, will happen. So if it's not turning out the way the, or the good side, because it's always going to turn out like God says, whether we follow his word or not. But to get the good things and not to forget his benefits, then we need to do what he said do. And that is definitely to walk by faith and not by sight. We were in Hebrews chapter 11. That's called the faith chapter. I'm sure many of you guys know 
But um, it says, by faith, Abraham did this. By faith, Moses did this. Faith causes an action. We definitely have to act on our faith. And a lot of people say, uh, we can't get into heaven based on our works. It is definitely up to what we do. I'm not saying that the better we are, the more it increases our chance to go into heaven. Oh, I, I, I held 10 doors open for this person today. That increased my chance by 0.1%. So if I hold 20 doors tomorrow for somebody else and speak to them and tell them to have a nice day, that'll increase my chance even more. I'm not saying that. Those type of acts, while you definitely should do them, and be, I'm not saying treat people wrong, definitely treat people good, but it's not how good you treat a person. It's just doing what God said to do. So by faith, we need to do these things. And it also says, just as the body without the soul is dead, so as faith without works. Because once our soul leaves this body, the body is no more. The body is dead. The body will not do anything. So that's the same way faith is. So um, I'm going to end it there. Um, thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out to listen to another topic coming straight from the word of God. Um, I see we have a had a few comments from um, MT King, Terrell, Anais, and Roderick. So thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you guys got something out of that. That's our aim because um, especially now with all the news of COVID-19, and there's a lot of bad news, and death is just piling up, piling up. Every day we're setting a new record for um, the deaths in the day. So we definitely need the, the word of God to break through during these troubling, troubling times and these last and dark hours. We definitely need to hear some good news. So that's what we try to do. And the word of God is nothing but good news. It's called the good book for a reason. But in order for it to be good news to us, we got to follow the word of God or else it'll all be bad news. So again, thank you for tuning in. Um, this is week 62. Keeping on rolling as always. And we're going to end it there. We see we don't have any further comments. So um, please reach out if you have any questions because I guarantee you if you have questions, Somebody else listening to this video or, or watching this video or listening to the podcast will have the same question and hopefully they'll get their question asked by you asking the question. And you can write us anytime on Facebook, no time limit, um, because the word of God is just that important. So as always, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. There is joy in the midst of every every single storm including the storm you're going through right now and whatever storm you may endure there is joy there is joy there is joy so um thank you again for tuning in we'll see you guys next thursday evening at 6 30 p.m central standard time with another message coming straight from the word of god thank you guys Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks, who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always.